0: Oh, live you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was waiting for the beep, a little beep. I know we're live now, but I'm okay. waiting for the song. So you gotta get the song in there, because it's Saturday. Can't have a Saturday show without the song. Can't. Even if we get banned from YouTube. YouTube,
1: I'm not making any money off this. It's for fun. Leave us alone. Look, really? I'm an interpretive dancer. See? You can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> suffocate my art.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to a special Saturday Night's main event episode of the Just Two Sweet Show, episode number 28. I am Big Daddy, cool Tim Tabala, down over here with his own little square, all by himself. Is the bad guy, Mister Eric Zant. This guy over here, Hollywood Dave, back again, fellas. What is going on?
1: Don't, don't talk at once. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dave.
2: Nothing much, Tim. You know, here another day, Saturday, big a uh, big weekend for wrestling, actually. So it is a
0: big weekend. I'm about weekend. that. We should knock a show out and get it. Uh... And get it going. Uh, Eric, what about you? What's
1: going on the past week? Not too much. Been a quiet week. Uh, All's well up here. I've been been getting alternative uh, um, feedback on one of the stories we're going to talk about. So, you know, because I wanted to kind of get a little bit of a uh, different point of view on, you know, different people that were involved and around during then. So I've been doing a little bit of that. I've uh, been enjoying this cool week. It's only been in the 70s up here. You know, it's been really nice and really manageable. So, you know, it's nice not having your skin melt off when you walk outside. Yeah, they wait until I go back to work to make it nice and 90 degree again, which will be Monday probably. Because well, I was yeah. all for a week and stuck in the house, so. yeah tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow is going be, to be awful. That's yeah. what
2: I've been dealing with here every single day. It's like ninety something, but with the heat. You're, yeah, you're 67, Florida. Like 105. If it was sixty-seven in Florida, people
0: would be panicking like it, like you're about to have a heart attack. Oh yeah. my god, it's sixty-seven! They coats and galoshes and all kinds of crap, hats.
2: Yeah, the, the come out.
0: <laughs> Walking around with those hand warmers and shit. Oh, I always laughing. When I, <laughs> when I when I see it snow in the south. The people have a heart attack. I think that's the funniest thing ever. They they, Tim, they act like right, it's the end of the world. Tim, you and I have what eight eight months of snow. I mean, yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's like whatever. I don't even care anymore. No. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's jump into the first subject, and of course, one of our favorite, favorite, favorite subjects of all time: Grumpy Brett returns. Mm-hmm. This past week, he was everywhere. You couldn't you couldn't stay away from Bret Hart this week? He was on the bump, and then he was on the Fox Show FS1. But he had a lot of cool things to say. He he was grumpy. But he, but he wasn't. He, every, for every good comment he made, every three good comments he made, he popped out with a grumpy one. So we got to give him credit for that. Uh, first, we'll start with, like I said, we'll start with timelines. He he broke down his uh, his uh, his uh, feud with uh, Owen, which was pretty awesome. And it gave a lot of a uh, little cool inside information. Did you guys get a chance to check that out?
1: Most of it, yeah.
0: And what'd you think? What'd you think of of, of his inside story with with Owen?
1: Um, hmm. I did, to me, it kind of, did did it feel to you, let me ask you this, did it feel to you like it was almost therapeutic when he was talking about it, like he could finally kind of like say a few things on something that's going to be heard? Like, not like, he wasn't like on a soapbox, but he was just kind of like, wow, you know, here I am, you know, I'm able to. I can mention my brother's name, you know, without having to like give Martha four million dollars or something. Like, I kind of got that vibe about it, but I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty cool,
2: Mister Dave. I actually didn't catch the uh, Owen one. That one I did miss the timelines. Yeah,
0: yeah. I well, so this is a funny part too. Do you think this is WWE's direct response to the to the Dark Side of the Ring episode, saying, "Well, you know, you, we, you talk so much shit, we're going to put out a an Owen." video or documentary or whatever as best we can i think it is i personally think it was saying here this is what we can do we're gonna do it
1: i think there's motivation behind it i i definitely think there's motivation behind it but i also think that being brett and being like the grouchy old man that he is like he acts like now like you were saying with the three good ones to the one grumpy he acts like he's got his medicine changed or something, you know. I mean, like, like, like his, like his lipitor is upped, and he's like, you know, he's not like getting flashes now. He's like, okay, no. so, like, I kind of got that vibe too. But, No, um, I, I, I'll be, I'll agree with you. I definitely feel motivation behind it. Definitely feel motivation. Behind it. Hey, you think it was like a direct response to the dark side of the ring?
2: Yeah, I could definitely see that, uh, especially you know that. I want to say that kind of gave people like a new look, obviously, on the whole thing. But, you know, there's young fans who didn't know about Owen. So that can probably be like, hey, you know, wh- what are they going to, like? what is going to be their response to it? And, I mean, the only thing they really can do is, you know, put Brett out there and have hope or tell Brett, hey, you know, go ahead and talk about this. How, you know, how the situation was with him, you know, you guys putting on great matches and that even if he didn't, he still loved it.
0: And and one of the one of the I said you know three good things. One of the one bad things we'll start with was basically him and Owen were supposed to have the first ever WWE ladder match. It was all his 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 quotes. It was all his idea. He came up with the concept. He brought it to Vince. He wanted him and Owen to that instead of the cage because he said the cage was more for brutality and violence. He wanted to put on a show, which is where the ladder match came from. And I think his exact words were. Sean and Razor flat out, it was flat out thievery. They took the ladder match away from Sean and Owen. So, Eric, (laughs) grumpy Brett returns as far as that goes. Have you ever heard that before, do you think? You think
1: that could possibly be true? Yeah, I've heard it. Um, I can't remember the exact uh, primary source. It was from Brett. I heard it from Brett. Might have been one of those shoot interviews, like the kayfabe commentaries, or it might have been on a podcast but I've definitely 100% heard him heard him say that like I've heard him he didn't go into big detail but he said that he came up with uh the con the concept of that with him and Owen and he thought that he and Owen would do it's not that they would do a they would do a great job doing it um I, I, my opinion, I, I think they would have. I think it would have been entertaining, and I think it would have been great. But I don't know where he's drawing a line between brutality and, like, you know, as far as gimmick matches go. I mean, like, slamming a ladder across somebody's back or slamming their head into a cage, I don't see a lot of difference. You know what I mean? So,
0: well, He was saying crazy. that the cage is more for drawing blood. And for, like you said, just straight up brutality as, as ladder matches more finesse, which, again, hmm. this is a very thin
2: line. Between I feel like ladder things. matches can be very brutal. Throughout I, the I years, we've seen brutal ladder matches.
1: I, I think ladder matches are just as dangerous. I mean, you're just as high. You're falling just as far. Um, not only that, you can actually, the the actual gimmick is mobile where the cage is is is, is you know, sedentary. It doesn't move.
0: Yeah, the cage okay, could see.
1: fall. The ladder, i mean, the ladder could fall. The cage is there. The cage, cage, is the cage isn't moving. So, and they—they they, they fought the ugly blue cage too. That <laughs> they still had that. Yeah, they yeah, weren't yeah, using it the the you know the the nasty you know junkyard cage that they brought back, which is cool. You know, I mean, the, the friggin' Undertaker climbed it, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't see where you're. You know, Brett, Brett's reaching, obviously, and he's gonna poke where he can. Cause I don't care what anybody says. He he and Shawn Michaels can swap spit and trade baseball cards like they do now, whatever. He's still got a resentment, obviously. If he's slightly. Slightly. Not not a huge one, but he's gonna he's gonna dig a little bit. And <clears throat> as far as I'm concerned, Razor and Sean put on a hell of a ladder match. I mean, that was that goes down as one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. I mean, Which is probably why he's a little more resentful. Yeah, but <laughs> Brett, Brett's got to understand that, that he and Owen put on one of the greatest matches that has ever been seen. That if mm-hmm. you don't think that that's a that's a four and a half five star match, you're an, you know you obviously don't understand the business. I mean, I don't give a shit what Meltzer says. I mean, he might have rated it high, but I don't know what he did. But that was that match was absolutely phenomenal. So he's got nothing to be you know on that front shamed of. But, yeah, no, like Dave said, I mean, has anybody seen, like, some of those Hardy boys, Edge Christian and Dudleys?
2: Well, if you look at – people can look it up on YouTube. When Joey Mercury took that – I think it was against the Hardys. He took the the ladder right in the nose, and his nose just exploded Exploded. and just blood all over his face.
0: Yeah, the seesaw. He jumped on the one, and then boom, came up, hit him right in the face, broke his nose, split his face wide open.
2: Yep. I remember that. So it's like, like, that can be just as brutal. And then, didn't they have, uh, if I remember this (coughs) clearly, that Brett would say, oh, the first ever ladder match wasn't Sean and and Razor. It was me and Sean. It just wasn't televised and all this. So it's like, okay. Dynamite
0: dynamite Kid. He loves the Dynamite Kid, man. He loves the Dynamite Kid.
1: Yeah, he's a big mark for him. Oh, yeah. He mentioned quite a few times. Which, I'll be honest with you. You ever go back and watch some of his matches? Even his solo, oh, the dude's skill. He is freaking phenomenal. He was he was working like the guys do now. Back then, like what they try to do now, like he was way and he was even better than that. Like he's, kind of my kid was probably if he he's got to be one of the top ten greatest workers, like pure wrestler workers ever. Like he was just he's phenomenal. I mean, just full of gas, but he's phenomenal. Well, speaking of which, he was
0: on the um, on the on the Fox show. They asked him his for his Mount Rushmore. Which, oh, come on, man, they're oh. stealing our gimmick. We got to start getting credit for these gimmicks. We we brought that back into the mainstream. I don't know why
1: we're not getting any credit for this. I'm very upset by that. But, yeah, before, I, was, we, I was a little myth too. I was before, a little myth too.
2: Before we go, I, up.
1: I, I emailed Fox. Don't worry,
2: <laughs> you, you sent them a cease and desist letter.
1: I did, well I did and I and I said, you know, either that or White Claw sponsors us and you know, I'll never I'll <laughs> never put them down again.
2: That's, that's So look, uh Dave Meltzer rated the Bret Hart Owen uh fight from wait, we're looking at the Cage match or you want me to look at the uh, WrestleMania 10 one? The WrestleMania match, yeah. WrestleMania was 4 and 3/4 stars.
1: Okay. Okay. And, and oh. Shawn
2: versus Razor from that same one was a five-star match.
1: I, I can't disagree with that. I that can't way, disagree with that. Me neither.
0: Um, before we get to his Mount Rushmore, though, he did say one thing that after thirty plus years—thirty shit—let's try forty years of wrestling that I've been watching. Wow, I'm old. Anyway, the one thing he did say that that like it clicked off a light in my head. Eric, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna know this right off the bat. Maybe Dave, <laughs> I don't know, but Brett said it, and I was like, oh my god, you're absolutely 100 right. He said the Intercontinental Title is for is for wrestlers pure wrestlers the heavyweight title is for your superstars for your your showmen, your you know your entertainers and i was like holy shit you're right that is actually right. very very true and only few people can do both because intercontinental is really like your stepping stone for the wrestlers and i'm like holy crap you're actually a hundred percent right with that so eric what do you think about that i agree
1: um because think about when it was started Pat Patterson um he was he's like, exactly what he said Pat he started with Pat
0: Patterson and and uh Don morocco all these guys you know Morocco
1: Mar- 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 Tito Santana um because you know I I, I kind of had the, the case for Tito remember when I had the case for Tito being a heavyweight but it, I really <laughs> really weren't that gives more credence to what Brett said and what you're talking about because Tito is 100 great worker 100 percent great worker um, one of the greatest workers of the 70s and 80s i I think um, but we agreed he couldn't carry the the heavyweight I don't just don't think he had the he had he had it but he didn't have it yeah but he had that intercontinental because let's face it you got to have a beginning a middle and an end and he was definitely what could bring up the middle you know get get everybody fired up for the final thing now that being said with Vince's direction in the late 80s think about some of the guys that had the intercontinental title, ultimate warrior, shit worker, absolute shit worker. He had to be fed. He had to be, let's be honest. He was probably one of the most phenomenal showmen there were like he could, he he was exciting. He was electric and he was, you know, you, you were, you were freaking out when you saw him, even if you hated him, it's like, oh, it's a warrior. Everything's nuts now, you know, but having him as the intercontinental champion, that was fun. But like, I, I enjoyed it more when Rick Rude won it, like even though I was a Warrior fan, because Rude's Rude's a hell of a worker. But guys like like him, like Razor, Razor's a hell of a worker for a big guy. He's a, a, he's one of the greatest workers there are. So I think that Brett's correct in that. And yeah, like um like look at Hogan. I mean you're going if you're going from Intercontinental to, to heavyweight, I mean, you know, look at Hogan. Look at uh I mean, even Ric Flair. Ric Flair could be an Intercontinental Champion, but Ric Flair is just—he's the World Champion. You know, like he's—he's the World Champion. Especially once
0: the Attitude ever started, the IC belt really was the first step. Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold—all these guys were IC champs first. Yep. You know, some guys couldn't make that leap. Some guys could. Dave, what do you think about that comment? And do you agree?
2: I completely agree. I've always seen the IC title as like the Workman's uh, title. Like that's you're going to put that belt on the guy who's going to go out there, give it his all every single night. And, you know, he's going to make the title look good. I feel, though, like that kind of has gone down throughout the years. I feel like it's it's just there because of the history. I feel like they don't really put as much maybe now with AJ Styles and I guess now with Jeff Hardy, they've tried to. I know Daniel Bryan did a good job with it at one point, but it goes back to what, uh, what Eric was saying, where. Someone like John Cena has never won the IC title because it was just he got pushed to that to that main championship uh tier and he just stayed there. It wasn't like gonna go back down and work on that title. No, he just stayed up there. Oh,
0: well, he was US champion though. US
1: heavyweight champion.
2: Yeah, it was his first title.
1: That was <laughs> that was it. the NWA version of like um of like the intercontinental title kind of like that really the TV title was because you know, you wanted your best workers represented every week. Like you have to have a guy at least back in the day. Um, I mean, I watched a ton of different wrestling and and it all kind of had that same formula. Your worker worker, like Arn Anderson, Steve Regal, uh, you know, Tully Blanchard, these guys that were workers had the TV title because you had to wrestle on TV every week. That was the gimmick. But in reality, you're throwing the guys that can work, because like you never saw like uh, you never saw like the Norman the lunatic get like the the TV title. You never saw like, uh, you know, even though the Boss Man was great. I'm don't hate me, Ed. Like don't, no, don't 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 give me a promo on the on the one six one. But like, you know, like Ray Trailer when he was uh, Big Bubba, he would have never been the TV title because you know. He's a big guy he's 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 got to be the the guy that feeds the heavyweight champion or the bodyguard back then. but yeah that was that's the, what brett's talking about like I'm, I'm trying to correlate that to like other other territories like you know your southern titles your your u.s titles your florida titles like it, it's you want you want somebody to, who you're representing the company on on live television you know whether it's territorial whether it's national so, like, you know, Vince having the ultimate warrior, yeah, he's getting this big pop. But, you know, if you want your product represented better, you want a guy like Rick Rude or Santana, even Savage. When Savage was, Savage was the perfect intercontinental Champion. I mean, name me a person that had every single step, every breath mapped out like him. Like, he, he just had, he knew every single step he took, you know, right to the edge of the rope, right off the rope. I mean that to me is phenomenal. I mean he's one of the rare people that could do that. But there you go. Like even Honky Tonk Man, he was a hell of a heel, but he could work. So, the, the, the best, you know, the story with Honky Tonk, right? They they didn't know who to give the belt to, and he was
0: just walking in the hallway. Hogan goes, "How about him? How about and him?" Said, and said okay, so they gave yeah. Honky they gave Honky the belt because Ricky Steamboat was leaving. I mean, that's was a great. S- that's a great story. Awesome. <laughs> How well, about that was,
1: guy? All right. Wasn't <laughs> oh, Honky. Honky was a, a Hulk buddy back then, though I think, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was a Hogan guy.
0: Yeah. Um, well, speaking of Macho Man Randy Savage, like I always like to do, he was on Brett's Mount Rushmore. Uh, yeah. Brett also had Andre the Giant, and he actually went way beyond four because once he starts talking, you can't stop him. <laughs> he had Dynamite no. Kid, he had his Ric Flairs, he had his um, I'm starting to forget now. I thought I had them all written down correctly. You guys, Dave, you remember anymore?
2: Or it was, Macho. Who was the second one? He said,
0: "Wasn't it?" Uh... I know Davy Boy, Andre, Flair. I they just kept going, um, but he did say one that I was he kind of. He kept of...
2: adding. He kept adding things, especially with the matches. He was like, "Oh, yeah, it's going be this one and that one." Oh, he low that's one thing. Grumpy Brett is not shy about talking about himself.
0: <laughs> Brett Grumpy Brett loves Grumpy Brett. That's for damn sure.
2: He, oh, yeah.
0: and, and I'm not denying the dude's ability at all. I'm not going to take away anything from him because the guy's no. a phenomenal worker. But like you said, he just loves himself because he was talking about how every match of his was the greatest match of all time. And then he, <laughs> he would just add another, add another, add another, add another. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So,
1: he, go ahead, go He calls himself the best there is, the best there was. And the, come on. So, yeah,
2: there so you
1: go. With, with the Mount Rushmore, he started talking
0: about his, his greatest matches were. And he and a couple were surprising. He threw out the one with uh Kevin Nash at the uh for the title, and I was like, wow, I didn't think he would throw Kevin Nash a bone like that, (laughs) unless he was just talking about how great he was,
2: (laughs) how he made Kevin Nash look good,
0: yeah. Because it kind of when he and also the other one, he said the one, two, three kid on Raw one night, and even CM Punk said that's what that was that was one of his favorite matches. It's a phenomenal match. Now, when (laughs) Brett, when Brett's Eric, you have to watch it, you have to watch when you get a chance. He'll say, yes, that was a great match, one of my best matches. Because that's the match I'd like a father and son to sit down and watch, watch the old guy school the young guy, which I get. I understand he's saying it, Which how he's saying it, but when he comes off saying it, he comes off saying it like, you know, since I'm the greatest of all time and he's a pissant, watch how I carry this guy through this
2: match. But I don't think he meant it that way. It's just his attitude. It, it but, sounded that way. You kind of got it, did, it right. right? Oh, it's you not know, just me then. I, I made him I. I destroyed him throwing him around the ring and you know just look good
1: yeah I I remember you' are talking about the one two3 kid match right yeah yeah I remember that match and I'll, I'll be honest with you it was a hell of a match it was I don't I don't I don't think Sean Waltman gets enough credit for for that no. match and he Wal-
0: Punk, and and Brett both said Sean was one hell of a. he was one hell of a wrestler man
1: and I agree' Sean- Sean Waltman is up there with the, one, the best. I mean, he doesn't get way enough recognition, in my opinion. He was always one of the best. He's like, you know, he, he just could work,
0: man. He said Andre, too. Andre, I, he, what he said about Andre is he was so skilled. He never got the credit for how skilled he was. Because here he True. is drop, dropping his 600 pound body on you, and he doesn't hurt you. Yeah. And that's got to be that dude, that skill. That's beyond skill. If he's dropping his fat ass on top of you and you don't feel it, I can imagine.
1: But if he if he didn't want to pull back or do it the right oh, way, he'd kill you. Yeah, you'd be done. You. He'd kill you flat out. Well, you know, a lot is being said about Kamala since he's passed. Like a guy, guys, he was like, you know, uh, Cornet was saying that, uh, you know, working with Kamala, like you get you're going to get peppered by like. Uh, like, like whoever, like the Legion of Doom or something, you're in, in there with them and they're, they're they're you know, kicking the shit out of you. And you're in there with Kamala, who's bigger and taller and everything than them. And, and it's like you, you don't even know you're in there with him, even when he splashes you, when he chops you, when he throws you off the road. He, he said uh, even I think him and somebody else, I was, was when Kamala died, I was watching some guys do tributes for him. And they all said he was light as a feather and one of the greatest guys to work with ever. So you see you that video?
0: I think I posted on our page that he slammed Andre the Giant. Did you see that? Yeah.
1: Mid South, right?
0: I don't remember that. I mean, here it, just, it, it annoys me because all that time, remember, I can't slam Andre. Andre's unslammable. Meanwhile, you can name ten guys off the top of your head now that slammed him before he was unslammable. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Vince hates the internet now. That's <laughs> all that all that crap is out the window now. You can't hide that crap anymore.
1: The magic of kayfabe has been lifted.
0: It is seriously. Um, what else did he say? Dave, on the top of head, remember anything else he said? One of his matches, the Dave, okay? Davey Boy came up.
2: And he, had I know. Davey he, Boy. Perfect. Uh, he said, "Mr. Perfect" was another one of Mr. a. Perfect. That's right. Yep. That was. That was a good. Who else did he give? But he
0: gave credit to somebody else. I couldn't believe he gave credit to. Um, well, Sean, Sean, he gave a lot of credit. So he said, no matter what what happened between them, Sean was one of the you know the best there yeah, was. So.
2: He said that one he actually of, uh, regrets that he they couldn't tell more stories. Uh, because of how everything went down that they could have done a lot man it's and it's true they could have been their rivalry is already great it could just imagine what it could have been if they would have just continued on oh my god and, and those they didn't let were, the beef get in between them
1: and those two had hell of a matches man like they there was just so even back in the day like before all the shit like in that that was it survivor series they wrestled uh 93 92 I don't know. But he another thing I was going to say. I don't
0: know. Did he wrestle him in 90? I don't know. Because I was watching all the SummerSlams before. Because, you know, now, now they named Bret Hart Mr. SummerSlam. Oh. He, has, he has, like, a huge record, a good record. But one time he fought Jerry Lawler, who's dressed as Doink. One time <laughs> he fought, uh, I was like, dude, this is like, kind of like The Undertaker's early streak. You're like, look, I'm not impressed by your early streak at WrestleMania. That's kind of like Bret. Who else did he fight? I was like, give me a break. Uh, like Ludwig Borger or something like that. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? can you can't have chalk these up as phenomenal wins. You can't no. fight
1: Jerry Lola dressed as Doink and be happy about it. <laughs> and, and Tony Helm and or Ludwig Borga and uh didn't it, didn't him and the anvil fight the three demolition and the Legion That's of Doom time came time. in and, and saved them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And Smash yeah. were pissed. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they were. Um, I don't remember anybody else. But I mean it was it's it, it, they were good interviews, though. They were he was good. He said three good ones. Took a shot. Three good ones took a shot. Just like he always does. You got his he got, here's my three good ones, and now I'm gonna bury the shit of somebody because that's just what he does now.
1: It is, it is.
0: <laughs> it's so- comical almost.
1: Do you guys oh, like he's like sixty-three now, right? Like
0: uh, Oh, one thing one thing, Dave, before you say it, that's the other uh, Brett popped up because you you all know I do stupid TikTok videos. He popped up on TikTok. And it said, "When your grand, your granddaughter makes you dance, you dance." So there was Grumpy Brett doing a little girl dance with his granddaughter on TikTok. I'm gonna have to post it just to show yeah. you guys. And I was like, "Look, I was like, look at Grumpy Brett
2: doing the dance with the with the granddaughter." I'm surprised he didn't take himself too serious.
0: <laughs> I know. He, it. he didn't slap her into the into the sharpshooter and say, "That's enough of this." <laughs> yeah, Dave. What were you gonna say?
2: No, I was gonna say this since we were talking about his match with One Two Three Kid. Do you guys think that he would have ever done the job like Razor did for the 123 kid? No. 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 No 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 no. 100% no. 100% maybe no. maybe maybe if he wasn't in the click
0: and he was he was like a like a Brett disciple instead of
1: like a click guy, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe but not yeah, when he started associating with those guys, no. He wasn't putting any of them over. No. I'm I'm actually
0: shocked. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not shocked, but when you go back and you watch the fact that he loses to some of these guys, sometimes you're like, "Really? Like, I didn't <laughs> think he would ever, ever lose to any of them because he hated them so much." Yeah. So, oh hey, yeah, I guess he was about the business. I got to give him credit for that too, at least until Survivor Series, anyway. Which we all know. that went out the window. Yep. Yes, Steve. We're talking about the Montreal Screwjob again, Steve.
1: Steve doesn't <laughs> like the Montreal Screwjob. And, and uh, why does? Why does? You know. Boss, you, you, listen. The Mets had a screw job. I will you know, I'll come on your show and I'll bring that up. So just acknowledge that we this is part of our this is part of us. We're we, we are we're the Montreal screw job is real. It is real. Very real.
0: Well let's listen to this SummerSlam season. Off the top of your head, I know I know I'm trying to make you do your homework. I figured I was watching a couple today. Top of your head, Dave, give us give us Three SummerSlam moments that you love that you love the most. We'll, we'll try to make it quick.
2: Three. Uh, well, off the top of my head, up for yeah. sure. It's the first one is a uh, 2002. Shawn Michaels coming back. Uh, first match after what was it like four years something like that, and going up against Triple H, and that was just a brutal, you know, what is a non-sanctioned match that you just you didn't know what you were gonna get from Shawn and Blue Jeans. Yep. And yeah. the jeans, it was what, like 40 minutes and each, every single second of those 40 minutes. Yeah, uh, you were, I mean, I was just enthralled in it. I was just like, man, what's going to happen next? Oh my God, Triple H just hit up, just landed him on the chair on his back, like Sean's back. Like it, it was that Sean, right
1: Sean didn't miss a step, man. He was, nope. it was just like he just got up and like, okay, I'll do that, And then boom, did it.
2: Yep. And if, then, if, he,
1: if he was number one, he found a way to notch himself.
0: Even well, higher than number one after, after his second number one. run after his second run absolutely.
1: 100%. <laughs>
2: exactly. and, and even the finish, it wasn't like oh switching music and no, it was a roll up finish and even that was good how the match just ended. I mean, every the story was just fantastic from them. So that one for me right there, right at the top. I'm a white claw today, that's good. Oh,
1: <laughs> totally
2: that's got good. the October going.
1: Oh, you got the October Fest. Oh, Yo, so you got pumpkin spice in the morning and you know your Ugg boots <laughs> and everything. Was... So anyway. Oh. right off the top of my head. I mean, I'll just I'll just get rid of the one of my greatest ones right now. I mean, Tim, Tim knows what I'm going to say. Uh, the Texas Tornado winning the Intercontinental title from Mister Perfect. I mean that that's just that's it. That was a good one. Very that good was, one. Those two were right at the top of their game that right then. They were at, at the peak of their performances. Their fitness. They both look great. They both moved great. The crowd was popping for both of them. Von I mean, Eric got big pops. If you guys ever go back and watch some of his stuff, he got some gigantic pops. He really yeah, did. For me, off the top of my head, like I said, I was watching a couple of them
0: today. I got to go back to number one. Of course, it was the Mega Powers, one of my favorite moments. That, that was like the big team up. Elizabeth takes her dress off, which, you know, for a kid at that age, woo, it was awesome. Uh or porn. That's, it. that's the way he did it back in the day. So, yeah, off the top of my head, that's one. Of, that's my number one, you know, one of the three. So, go ahead, Dave. What, what do you got next?
2: Uh, so, the next one I got is going to be Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys versus the Dudleys in the TLC Tag Team Championship match. Very beautiful, good. Beautiful match. Beautiful match. It. Well, not beautiful, but <laughs> brutal.
0: Beautifully brutal. brutal
2: just anytime those three got it got together and you had just that stipulation or even if it was just the ladders it it was something worth watching you just didn't know what you were going to see whether it was Jeff going off the top onto the tables who was going to get busted like it was just great
1: yeah Mr. Eric um as 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 a fan a fanatic I should say I'm I'm probably fanatic level of this SummerSlam, and you know exactly which one it is, Tim, of SummerSlam ninety two.
0: I know your favorite.
1: That's my absolute favorite SummerSlam ever. And I loved every match, but I'll mention one that I absolutely love so much because I'm a huge fan of his, uh Brian Adams when he was crush wrestling the repo man. Um which, talking- which I always laugh at because it's like, really? Because I was just gonna say, <laughs> you, th- you think to yourself, why is this at SummerSlam? Not that that, Crush. That's Wembley, Crush was, right? That's Wembley, yeah.
0: and, and Wembley. that's the, that's the same card as Bret Hart and, and the, the Bulldog, Bulldog. and, the and, Bulldog. and he's, you're pulling out Crush and Repo Man.
1: <laughs> but Crush was way over, man. Crush was way over. Like he had, he was way over Bob back then. And Repo, I mean, he was. They're probably throwing him a bone. Like you, you've been here, you've been loyal. You know, and your gimmick's funny. The kids like it, and but they but, but it was a good match. I mean, for what it was, it was a great match. But Brian Adams was just like he was. He just I just loved watching that guy. He was a big guy, big strong guy. He could move. He could wrestle, and uh, that was just one of my favorites. But that isn't my favorite one from there. So Tim, what's your next one?
0: Um. Well, it's not really a match. It's a moment, and I just I just texted you guys before about it. Because I forgot about it, and I—I I don't know. There was something about it that got me all like, like misty and goosebumpy. Was when the Undertaker came out against the fake Undertaker.
2: <laughs> but, but
0: but but it was just the moment when 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 the, when the lights went out. Then here comes Paul Bearer. and he comes out with the coffin, and he's all Paul Bear. Oh, he's screaming like a madman. Then the coffin opens. Then he's got the giant urn, the giant one. Opens it and it's really a spotlight and the lights go out and he's shaking this light around and like the music has already played for like 15 minutes and all of a sudden boom it goes out again. Music hits again and there he is, the silhouette of the real Undertaker. I was like, God damn, I missed this. I was like, <laughs> he was I was like, part. I missed. It. I dude, I'm not joking. My hair was standing up. On I was sitting here like just like this dumbfounded, like holy mm. crap, I missed this so much. And I was like, this is this is I miss that feeling. Of like holy crap! I can't believe what I'm looking at right now, and that's that's gonna be one of my favorite moments. Now,
2: that's really I, great. I remember that the under faker.
1: Yeah, the under, Brian Lee, right? Brian Lee, yeah, and he was a Undertaker buddy for a while until uh, was. It, is he related to him? I heard he was. Was he related to him? No, he's. I think is that what sure- look alike with the red with the red and everything? No, he's actually brother to. Um, remember the Skull and Eight Ball. And the Jacob and Eli Blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's their brother. Oh, okay. The, yeah. the, 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 the DOA. Sport. The DOA, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh, all right.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, Dave, give us one more just for the what's for the hell of it.
2: All right, so my last one's gonna be Summerslam.
0: Doesn't have to be a match. Doesn't have to be a match, remember?
2: Uh uh just know, be a moment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the match. I'm gonna go Summerslam ninety eight, and it is gonna be the we're just talking about both the uh, Intercontinental Championship ladder match between The Rock and Triple H. That was a guy. I, f- I feel like b- from that moment on, you know, the those two just you know went up to that next level where yeah, you had to take them serious and you know the skies were the limits for them. They were the future of the company. I agree. That was a great match.
1: It was. It was. Yeah, a, give us one more, Eric.
2: Yeah cuz you had the, you had like the nation of domination and DX like which one was going to, you know, help out more. Yeah.
1: Yep. All, All right. right. My okay, well, you know, speaking of the Undertaker, <clears throat> and speaking of uh, Kamala, speaking of the ba- the greatest SummerSlam pay-per-view ever. Um it was Kamala and the Undertaker cuz you got to understand something about this match. Um Undertaker's a great guy to gimmick up like anywhere he goes like anybody can have a custom like remember the Roman Coliseum. He came out with like a vulture and up there and in and, 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 and London, he came out with the old hearse and it was so it was so cool. But like especially, Tim, you'll get this. Dave will, too. But like Kamala, we talked about Kamala. But how, how scary he was like he like his gimmick was to generate fear, you know, and it worked, you know whatever he was doing, it was working. But like, you remember being like, like creeped out by Kamala and like everybody was until you saw him get scared of the undertaker. Because remember he's in the ring doing this and all of a sudden the gong hits the yep, bell yep. And he's just like, all of a sudden he's, he's, he's freaking out. And it's like, wow, like, you know, thinking back then kayfabe, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, 14, 15 or whatever, 16. You know, you know, you're older, but you're an idiot teenager, but you still get those chills. And it's like, wow, the Undertaker can scare Kamala. Then you're like, whoa, (laughs) oh, it's great. And he got in the ring and beat the, they beat the shit out of each other. And he just kept getting up and coming back. And it was that, that, that's one of my favorites ever, because it's like, if you watch, come on, they had it perfect too. We had Whippleman, you know, running his mouth, which was awesome. And Kim Chi and all of a sudden, like when the, when his music hit and it was that old school undertaker like the creepy funeral one like you know like we're literally at a funeral parlor and then all of a sudden like you know Kamala's like freaking out like trying to leave and he's looking around and everybody's and he got a huge pop too i mean everybody was i almost think he got a bigger pop than brett and uh the bulldog brett anyway bulldog got a good pop because you know he's in Julie, old england
2: yeah
0: Oh, but see, all right. That was another
2: thing on the Brett thing.
0: Exactly, Eric. Are you done with your your thing? Done. All right. That was another thing he said. He talked about what a great match that match was. But then he even, like I said, then he even proceeded to kind of piss on Bulldog a little bit, too. He was like, you know, Davy Boy was almost as big as I was in Britain. Or he, I was like, dude, you were not (laughs) over as much as Bulldog in Great Britain, dude. He goes, yeah, I was very popular there. Oh, he was almost as popular, or something along those lines. And I was like, "Dude, first of all, you're on drugs now because you, <laughs> you were not. You were not. You might have got a pop, but you you didn't get a pop. The freaking bulldog got no way. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of he kind of you know, bulldog didn't. Oh well, no, he said he performed great, but he kind of screwed the ending up. He said because he, yeah. he 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 wanted to like uh like shake his hand out, and Brett wasn't going to do it, and they were going to make that la- that moment last and last. But bulldog got so caught up in the moment, he just forgot about it and." I don't know. So it's like, yeah, you know, good, bad, good,
1: bad, good, bad with that crumpy asshole. Well, you know, (laughs) you ever hear the story of that? Like, uh, the bulldog was all screwed up on drugs. He, like, you know, he was, he was gone for, like, a month, month and a half. Nobody knew where he was. Um, he said he had a staph infection, but he really, they, they question it. And, like, he was forgetting stuff, and, like, he was on gassing himself up, like, crazy. So, I think that goes along with, but it should also give credence to how good Davey Boy was because he didn't wrestle for like six weeks. He's out on a giant party binge and he comes in and does a phenomenal match like that. You can tell he was off a little bit, you know, here, knowing what we know now and watching him, I can see he, you know, there was a little rust there and he was, you know, you pop that many, you know. Somas, I don't care who you are, you know, Sabu or Kevin Nash, I mean, you're not you're not gonna perform well. I mean, but you know, whatever. But no, you didn't get a big a pop as the bulldog. No, Brett, no. no
2: sorry. I mean, not in England. An if That's he
1: tries like- to tell me that if if I ever talk to Brett and he ever tries to tell me that he got a bigger pop than Steve Austin did on that one match they had, it's bullshit because Austin was over at that WrestleMania. Brett wasn't. Okay, and Brett. Well, I've heard Brett try to say, "Yeah, well, you know, but just you know, blah blah blah." And I, no, Brett. No, he, he that, said the he said the crowd was divided. Bullshit. No. There was no, no division. No,
2: there Did wasn't. you
1: see uh, the eight foot glass when that broke and he came out? That crowd went crazy. Goosebumps, eh? Goosebumps, dude. I, I'm getting them now. I had them from the Undertaker Kamala thing, and now they're still here. Look, you could go, go skiing on this over here. But yeah, he, he tried he tried to say, you know, oh, because that was the night
0: we switched places, dude. You already switched places, people were already tired of your shit, and they were already pro-Austin. So I you know, you gotta you gotta calm that because he I don't like people who forget that the internet exists. <laughs> I, my yeah. my my formative work will sprout out the worst nonsense, and I'll go right to my phone and go, It's a lie, like it's a lie, yeah. dude. We we have Google at the touch of our hands. Anything we want to find out, we can find out. And people like him, and I seem to forget, oh. My pop was almost as loud. No, it wasn't. You, you
2: everything's on the network now. Everything. Yeah. He can't. I know? just
0: watched the Wembley today. I watched the
1: entrances. No way.
0: Not even close. Not even no. close. Is it? I'm
1: telling well, you, I, Undertaker's pop was was bigger than Brett's. I'm telling you. That one I, I, way bigger than Brett's. I, I, don't, I don't doubt it at all. Legion um, of Doom had a giant pop. I mean, did you hear that one? Yeah, that was a big one, too. Was Rocco there? Was the... Puppet there. see the puppet. Remember when? when I must must have skipped that part. You don't remember the puppet? No, dude. Am I blocking something out? Yeah, you are. You don't forget. I here, Tim. You don't (laughs) don't remember anything.
0: I try to block block out the Godwins and the goons and and and
1: and the dentists and all that stuff. (laughs) You don't remember anything. You remember nothing. When I snap my fingers. David will not remember White Claw either. Anyway, back. All right. Well, like I said my my last moment was going to
0: be either the uh, triple threat match, also with the Dudleys in them, or the ladder match with Razor and Sean because it's just no, you know. Just so different. we don't we don't we don't really need to get back into it. Um, yeah. So I mean, any any other top off the top of your head, you want to
1: throw out there for an honorable mention? Be my guest. I do honorable mention. Um, as much as you guys are both going to not like it, but you have to acknowledge it. Ultimate Warrior beating
0: Ultimate What's Warrior beating Tonk man in five seconds. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> you're going to
1: you say? Know. Is that you, you, know? Gonna... <laughs> you know. You know. But you got to admit, like the garden, no, no, that was a pop. That was. I've never heard a pop like that in my life. Like barely. That that, yeah. That was like an Austin, That's an Austin pop. Like you know what I mean? Like a. Hogan, Austin. I could not believe it. Cause that went from like quiet to like earthquake, like tsunami, you know, volcano. Holy shit, you know, the world's ending pop. Like, I bet the garden shifted like like three centimeters that day. Like it was unbelievable. And he was so out of his he was so out of his mind. You'd see him tripping over himself and like getting in the ring and he didn't know what to do. And Honky's like, What the fuck is this guy doing? Oh my God. You know, well, like- Honky didn't get a jumpsuit off. He didn't even get his jumpsuit off. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he was trying to. And I've watched interviews with Honky where he said he was trying to get it, but the Warrior was just out of his mind. That's crazy. And he just said, The heck with it. He just
2: went with it and moved, boom, That's done. Not to that ring. You're, you're not trying to get it. <laughs> you're trying to do anything else.
1: Well, you know, you got a six foot one, 280 pound guy. Full of gas and caffeine. I mean, I'm. I would probably just lay down for the guy. I don't want to get thumped by a guy like that. I mean, come on. All right, we're going to move on to something more.
0: Uh, well, I mean, it's a kind of scary. It's a scary story, actually. I don't know if you'd heard
1: about this, Eric yet. Sony did. Have, I did, but I want I want you to to bring me <laughs> up to speed with this because I've read stuff about it, but I want you to get me give me the beginning and the 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 you know. Dust level. I want to know what's going on. So Sony Deville had a man arrested in her house
0: for stalking, attempted kidnapping, all that kind of stuff. This exactly. lunatic drove to her house, cut open her patio, and hid in the house, in the house, until she went to bed. So for about four hours, this lunatic was sitting on her patio, waiting for her to go to bed with her, I'm assuming her girlfriend, because it says it just says partner in here. Partner, okay, he, he planned this for eight whole freaking months and he wanted to take them hostage. And he wanted to do, and, and the quote was, I want to do some damage or something along those lines. So the dude is, a the dude's out of his freaking mind, Philip Thomas, 24 years old. Uh, he said he was basically gonna take her hostage. They knew he was in the house because the alarm got set off. They took off outside, they called the police. The guy stayed in the house until the cops came. That's what a sick person is. This dude is what yeah, he had zip ties, duct tape, a mace, and a knife. So he was ready to do some free if he wasn't just gonna kidnap oh. her, he was gonna That's do right, some Friday
1: night fun kit.
0: Yeah, and he was also sending her tweets along the lines of please tell me if I don't if I have a chance. If not, I'll just kill myself. Now basically, if I'm some of the like, dude, I'm gay, so no, you don't have a chance, you know, kill yourself if you have to, but it's yeah, not gonna go happen. Ahead. Do the world I am a freaking yeah. lesbian. But now here, but here now here, he was charged with uh, aggravated stalking, armed burglary, uh, of a dwelling, attempted armed kidnapping. I mean, criminal mischief, criminal mischief. Give me a break. Uh, now here's my question to you. That's like stealing a candy bar. Yeah, exactly. Sonia Deville is a mixed martial artist. Now I understand there's a whole different set of circumstances when you panic. Someone's in your house, you panic. You know don't I can tell you a story about that too someone's in your house, you, you always think, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But when someone's actually standing there, your first, if you don't want your first instinct is going to be her instinct, they got out of the house. That's fine. But she's a mixed martial artist. How many people would love to have seen him kick the living crap out of this dude. If he really attempted to do something. So Dave, yeah. what are you, I mean, first impressions on this lunatic. And would you, would you like to have seen Sony get a shot at this guy?
2: Um, well, first off, that w- for that news to come out recently was just completely insane, and then that that changed everything with SummerSlam. But... You look like
1: you bunker, because if so, <laughs> yeah, she would have she would have totally kicked his ass.
2: Uh but no, yeah, I mean i I don't know what her mindset was. I, I've been in a situation like that too, and it's like what you were saying, Tim. You say one thing, but when you're in it, it's just completely different. So I can't imagine what she was going through and. I mean, luckily nothing happened. Hopefully, he gets what he has coming to him because, shoot, man, that w- it's and a, that it's one, a tough, uh, tough story.
0: And that one picture of her actually she went to the courtroom and stared him down, which is awesome. Good for her. You know, exactly. I'm glad she, did that. she didn't hide. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say typical women. I'm just saying she went there and said, yeah, "Dude, it try it again," and I'm and I'll, I'll beat the living shit out of you, which is awesome. Like I said, she's a mixed martial artist. If he came at her, I'm sure she would have defended herself very, very well. He looked like a little weasel,
1: like a little weasel garbage person. If she has training of some form of self defense, she she could have subdued him.
2: What type What type of pie are we talking about there, uh, bunk?
1: Yeah. What kind of like pecan pie? Uh, you know what? You're down south with all them butternuts. I don't. I, I'm not eating that crap. You know, what about the poon tank pie?
0: Poon tank pie?
1: Well, uh, bunker, you already lost, buddy. If that's the case, you might as well not even show up. I got, I got, I got, I've got one, I've got one, I'm, I'm minus one tool, and I'm, I can still. Let's move on. <laughs>
0: You know I get you riled up, Eric? Come on, you know what I mean? You like get
1: you riled well, up, but you right? know, B- Bunker, I absolutely bunker's one of my favorite people. Everybody knows that. He's a he's a brother to the show and he's whatever. But um Bunker and I have a good time. Uh if nobody saw it, uh Bunker on one of my profile pics, He wrote me a nice he wrote me a nice like pro like uh like a dating, like a dating paragraph. He's like, My name is Eric Zant and I like long walks and deposit. Oh, I and, saw that and pork rinds and coffee, and coffee. He goes dial five 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 sixty. <laughs> it was so awesome. So, um, but yeah, no. So okay, self defense. What I was talking about. Yeah, if she, you know, the problem I have with self defense, and I'm not gonna spend, an, I'm not gonna hang like in the air with this for a long time. Um, mixed martial arts is fine. You want to learn how to ground and pound, and you want to learn how to choke somebody. That will change somebody's mind quickly. But you have to get them in that chokehold. You have to wrestle with them. Nine times out of ten, you're squirrely and you're not like, oh, you know, you're not like on a dummy or a person who's not like, okay, put me in a chokehold, you know. Why I push learning a discipline, a single discipline of martial arts, of kung fu or karate is because there's more, you know, snap, and, and 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 strike aspects that can make somebody change your mind too. You hit somebody in the eye. You hit somebody in the side of the neck. You're never really going to get a good shot at their throat. Like a lot of people say I'm going to throat punch you. But nine times out of ten, everybody has their head down. You're going to hit them in the chin. So go for here, go for go for the eyes, go for the nose, go for the balls, go for the groin, you know? So well, I think a, what
0: you know, of- too, if she if she did the right things you ran out of the house. Because guess what? He did. The guy, 100%, the, guy, the, guy, the guy has a gun. The guy has a gun or a the, knife, I, I whatever. I don't care how much kung fu. Well, a knife. I don't know. But a gun. You know, I don't care how much kung fu. You know, you're gonna get shot in the face.
2: Nope. Can't dodge but that. She,
0: she did the right thing. But if, I'm just saying, if he would have came at her, phew,
1: this, the, he, he'd probably be dead. That's probably. just a fall homicide, too. I mean, I don't know if she would have killed him, but no, she could have killed him. <laughs> if he had the Friday night fun kit and, she, and he died, like there's no way she would have done it. You know. I, like Dave, real quick, what you saying? To how how the how this
0: changed SummerSlam? You want to explain that?
2: Yeah. yeah so they originally it was going to be Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose in a hair versus hair match, and I last night they completely scrapped it, and now it's going to be whoever loses, loser leaves uh, WWE.
0: So now we know Sonya Deville is probably going to need a break after her traumatizing event. So she's probably going to lose and disappear for a little while, take a break,
2: you know, regroup.
0: regroup.
1: Yeah. So. But yeah, that's probably by, what's going to happen. By the way, Dave, <clears throat> I've seen a Shaolin monk dodge a bullet. <laughs> I'm just saying, and I've seen a samurai cut cut a, a small caliber bullet in half with a sword. Listen, I've seen I've seen
0: 115 pound Italian kid from Jersey break like seven blocks of ice in Okinawa. So anything's possible with the right discipline.
1: <laughs> uh, David, David, David. <laughs> the, the thing, the thing is, Dave is. Um, you will not find the path of life in, in the white Claw.
2: That's
1: the that's the lesson for today. That's Pastor Eric's <laughs> lesson for today. For today. That's, that's lesson for today. I don't learning. even have my sh- I don't even have my shoe like Mr. Rogers to throw it and catch it.
2: You know, I, I'm you, learning up, up until October until the until November comes out. Sam
1: Adams. Oh, you just redeemed yourself. I'm a Sam Adams guy. That's I right.
2: love Sam Adams. The Oktoberfest is back here and I'm taking advantage of it up until it's gone.
1: David, you you know what? You you, you went from negative Four thousand points to maybe like negative ten, so <laughs> two plus two times.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so last night we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get like, almost an hour already. Great. Um, yeah, last night they, they debuted the Thunderdome, which is basically they moved into a bigger arena. They moved out of the small uh, what they call it?
2: Center.
0: performance centers. Yeah, I'm forgetting things now. And they made like a, in a bigger place. They call it the Thunderdome and they have instead of the cardboard cutouts like sports is doing like the baseballs is doing they have screens virtual screens of people watching the matches so it would just just like us three would look like that sitting at ringside watching really? the matches which is pretty cool and i do like the thunderdome set i don't sure. know why they call it the thunderdome i mean i don't know if you need a copyright for mad max for that shit but well, i mean I it, 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 it's
1: really cool though it's a, it's a cool set let's see if i can put up a picture is 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 this in direct reference to WCW Thunder? Because the logo looked a little funny to me. I don't think so.
2: Mm, yeah, I don't think so.
1: I mean, I mean, with if Thunder, am Hispanic- you- just fantasizing over here, wishing it was well,
0: like with Thunder? You're going to get lightning, so maybe that's like that's like the font supposed to be lightning type font and kind of look like thunder. It might be.
1: You,
0: you know, never why know. You- why do you two
2: always
1: ruin everything? That-
2: and you, got, you can see that there, uh, Eric.
1: Yeah, look at not, all the video screens. That's not what I saw. Not the ad. That's not what I saw. That's like you're trying to push the fake Kamala <laughs> on me the other the other day, Dave. You're getting <laughs> me to vote for Harris. And like, Come on, you know she's not the real Kamala. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no, I, I saw a different uh, for unreal. I saw a different logo, and I, I thought, like, I'll be honest with you, I thought they were going to try to capitalize like on something old and bring like thunder, like as a like a one-time like thing. <laughs>
0: Now, that, now
1: they're going to wrestle in the
0: Thunderdome until COVID is hopefully over really, really soon.
2: Well, until uh, they get be- I mean, AEW is actually going to have fans in this next upcoming Wednesday for the first time.
0: Oh, crap. Wow. They're, they're on tonight too. They are. I have to watch both tonight now. See? I'm tonight. There's wrestling every yeah, day, right? I forgot now. about AEW tonight. Um, they're there tonight because of the basketball playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I like the set. I like what they're doing. I'm glad they're not in the performance center; it makes it look bigger. Because that's another thing that AEW's had—they are in a stadium, yeah. And it, it's it's a big difference, even though you're tiny and you don't have the crowd, it still makes a big difference of having you're not in a closet anymore. So it I, really I like—I really like what they did with it, and hopefully, the as much as I like the Thunderdome, I still wanted to get back to the freaking the crowds already. Uh, I
2: like, do like the pyro that they have; like you can tell yeah. that they put more. Thought into the sets and what they're gonna do with the entrances, which I like. They should have been. I mean, I know that you couldn't do that in the performance center, but even before that, I mean, I think pyro in the entrance or just the lasers or whatever you're gonna do for certain entrances do matter to the to the character whoever you're gonna have come out like Bray Wyatt's or the Fiends, whoever you want to think about. They didn't have any pyro for his, but it's just total darkness. The lantern walking down. Everyone coming out with like the uh, their flashlight, you know that that's a whole atmospheric thing that I feel like they should have never gone away from, and they did.
0: Well, they cut it, and then they just cut it out of Raw, SmackDown, and House shows. They still did it at pay per views, no? Or my no. mistake? mistaken? Nope.
2: Really? it was only like uh, for like WrestleMania, something outdoorsy that they would do the the pyro for, but everything else wasn't getting it. So it's mm-hmm. like you have Brock Lesnar, who his thing, I mean, from when he first started. He comes in, you have boom the pyro. Then he jumps on top of the apron, bam the pyro. And then him just doing it without it kind of was like, okay. <laughs> or, or, um, it? or if it's like if Kane came out and Kane just did his arms down and the lights went down. Like I that could changes it. You know who doesn't need pyro? Adam
1: Cole, because he does it by himself.
0: Boom. Love I love
1: it. Baby. If I if I could expostulate momentarily, um expostulate. I now you're
0: gonna to have to put "explosive" up on the bottom of the screen with its definition. Now you can't be throwing out big words well, like that. I, Eric.
1: You know, I, I would love to if I was a moderator and I could do it, but oh, there's another thing I can't do with Cinesports Sports Talk. Now you're gonna piss me off, and I'm gonna start going off on Steve Ferracci. If, okay, any, if, if anything, if anything, Buckler, if you want to jump in here and help me out, okay, feel free because they're screwing me over still. Okay, I've been silent, but you, I my silence is broken. Angry pissed off, Eric. But no, anyway. we,
2: talk,
0: we, we talked about you on Four Quarters the other day, Eric.
2: Yeah, because Eric screwed Eric. Because he did not come on Four Quarters.
1: I screwed, <laughs> Eric, screwed Eric.
2: It wasn't he, the white car that screwed him.
1: Oh, It wasn't
0: Beefcake. It was Eric. <laughs> Eric. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. See, I did, I'm, Dave, I'm not to rat you out now, too, because I, 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 I hit Eric with one badge, so I got to hit him with a good. I'm opposite Brett. <laughs> Eric, Dave mentioned Beefcake at least three times on that show. I know that's wrong. I'm just, I'm just letting you know now that that's what happened. At least three, minimum three times. Dave, minimum. Dave, we were talking
2: <laughs> about true? our Mount Rushmore. I, I had to, you know, I, I knew he was going to be on your Mount Rushmore. Is this true, Dave? Look in my eyes, Dave. Look at me. Is this true? Yeah, I also brought up <laughs> Kenny Omega. Oh
1: <laughs> well, yeah, don't worry. I shut that down. Thank you. I, I shut on that quick. What I was, gonna, what I was going to say was you have to admire a guy that can get over on himself without the props and without anything mm-hmm. because, you know, when even when I learned how to work, you know, you, you sell yourself to the people. Now they have video screens and this and flashy clothes. I mean, we had shit that we bought from, like, you know, Kmart that we had to gimmick up. We had to find, you know, we had to find spandex whatever and we had to like go to specialty costume places and there's a boot guy in texas who makes the great and greatest boots he did um but like you know we had to get over on our own and we had to get over without all the pyrotech like i said everything so a guy that can do that that you just like pop i call it like the jack benny thing like jack benny could walk into a room and everybody would laugh just because he's jack benny and he was that good it kind of goes like that way with wrestling because don't be hating jack benny tim I'm just saying it. I may be Jackie Gleason, but Jack Benny, <laughs> I don't know. I'll
0: go, you know, something like that. Maybe maybe <laughs> if, Rob, if Robin Williams walked in the room, I'd crack up. I don't think I'd crack up at Jack Benny. I didn't get it. <laughs> this,
1: is, this was the 40s and 50s, Tim.
0: Jackie Gleason no. destroys Jack Benny. No. No. Fine. No. Shooting the shit. We're going to do Jack Benny that's, versus, that's,
2: versus
1: Jackie that's, Gleason. That's happening. <laughs> That's oh, happening. We're, we're, we're making, making it happen, boss. We are making it happen. An
2: overtime in, in four quarters if, you know Eric ever, you know, gets the courage to you know get on there. Yeah, I'm calling you out.
1: I accept. <laughs> I accept. I I told Tim my slate's clean now after work and, and stuff. I'm home and I'm not doing anything. So I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'm gonna let everybody know in CineSports Land, all the humanoids, all the non-humanoids, and the bunkers. Not your extended family bunker. Um, no, your sister was kind of rude to me the other day. But anyway, um, here's the deal, Diamond Dave and terrible Tim. I accept, I accept not only the invitation, I accept the challenge, I accept what did you say again? Do I have the courage? Okay, yes, I have the courage. And where's Tim? Over here, Tim. There is no way, no, Way Jack Benny. Wait a minute. Who did I like? Jack Benny. There's no way Jackie Gleason is better than Jack Benny. There's no way. No way. No way. Uh, I
0: can't name one thing Jack Benny's ever done, but The Honeymoon is one of the greatest television shows of all time. The Hustler is one of the greatest movies of all time. Smokey and the Freaking Bandit is even one of the classic 70s staples. Jack Benny, uh-huh. I don't know what he's
1: done. Was he on Lucy once? <laughs> He had his own radio show for like thirty-five years and his own TV show for like twenty years. He's the king of, of comedy. Everybody, every stand-up comic now, ha- uses the Jack Benny formula.
2: So, I've never seen Jack Benny or Jackie Gleason. I've only seen clips he, of him. He he's the king of timing. But all right, all right, wait, wait, wait! We're getting we're getting off topic now. We're getting yeah, off topic. We're not even on
1: wrestling now. So I'll end the promo. <laughs> Challenge let's, accepted.
0: Challenge yeah. accepted for another let's, show. But as far as the teams, like, either shooting the shit or four quarters overtime or whatever, will be Jack Benny versus Jack Gleason. Me versus Eric. Uh, Dave, you can moderate and be a special guest referee if you'd like, or anybody else who wants to join in that.
2: I, I wear the strap.
0: By the way, that that goes more than 10 minutes, Eric, you really got to get a life.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That's, that's, that's the truth. We're, we're showing 44, if that's the <laughs> No, we're showing 64. People yeah. already
0: shouldn't know Jackie Gleason and Jack Benny either. No, they
2: shouldn't. I only know about Jackie Gleason, really, because down here we had a like a little like amphitheater where people do concerts, and it was the Jackie Gleason Theater.
0: Exactly. If you all look right. up Jack
1: Benny and all this stuff, you'll see, so.
0: I'll look it up, but it's still not gonna convince me. Um, real quick, bunker. I know I put the question up. No, Keith Lee, it's too soon for Keith Lee to lose tonight. Yeah, uh he's I just so. he's just skyrocketing. Uh, but yes, don't uh, make him s- lose. Scarlet with we'll is you. phenomenal. So yeah, I'd like her a lot too. Um but speaking of which, let's get into this. I know Eric is, is not gonna be but you, you might want to watch it tonight. I got the card right here. I got Ooh. the card. I'm from now. Yeah, it's getting ready to start in a couple of minutes. Uh, the pre-show is going to be, and I can't believe this—that Breezango is still going, still going strong.
2: I mean, they're, they're they're
0: easy, right? for the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship number one contender, you got Breezango versus Only Lorkin and Danny Burch versus Legado del Fantasma. And I can't say the what the Fantasma—the
1: Ghost—Raul
0: <laughs> Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Then for the main card, you got. <laughs> this is going to be funny. I'm sorry. Adam Cole baby. Baby, versus Pat McAfee. Yes, football fans, in case you don't know, it is that Pat McAfee. Who won Bunker? Which one won? I didn't know it was on already. I know we're Wait, running late. Already? I guess it was on already. I guess the pay per view starts now and then the, maybe the pre show was on. That oh, okay. doesn't matter. But yes, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, the punter from the NFL, is joined. NXT wrestling, and he punted Adam Cole's face off the other day.
2: Give Then we
0: have... If, wow. we ever get to, if we ever get to that list, because I know we keep putting it off, but it's okay. Uh, one of my guys who WWE screwed over, you got Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. You got the ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and the Velveteen Dream Who's returning after being put on the shelf due to possible sexual misconduct allegations? And he also got a velveteen dream. The Velveteen Dream is Prince. Oh, Oh, I'm gonna pull (laughs) that one up (laughs) too. Basically, Prince. Dude, but let me tell you something right now. Before you before you shake your head, he's good. And it's it's a pretty funny game. It's almost like Adrian Adonis meets Prince in a way. You're gonna pop you gonna pop his face in there? I'm he's intrigued. Guy. He's he's, and he's a good wrestler, and, and and the gimmick is funny. He's not just a just an idiot. Yeah, that's the Velveteen oh, dream. He's cool. He's a cool oh dude. He God. was on. He was on um, the last year of uh, tough enough. Tough enough. <laughs> he made it out of tough enough.
1: Which is shit, but anyway,
2: he, he yeah. has oh, he has kind of taken like the the Rick Rude like putting really? people on their tights and things like that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so
0: that's going to be a ladder match for the North right should be Yeah, it's going to be on, coming on now. I So we'll kind of run through this. Uh, NXT, the NXT Women's Championship met. Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, with Raquel Gonzalez in her corner. I, I like Dakota Kai in that one. Yeah. And, said so the NXT Championship, Keith Lee carrying a cross with Scarlett in the corner. Scarlett, God bless Ooh. you, darling. God bless you. And, that's, and they have a fantastic entrance. I love their entrance. Um, I'm not going to make any predictions yet. Obviously, but
2: we're gonna move That's it along. Job, uh, the only thing—did uh, you yes. see what Triple H said about Pat McAfee? No, he said that uh, Pat McAfee retired from the NFL. Was like at 29? And the reason that he said that he did that was because he said that the uh, WWE apparently stops looking at guys once they hit 30. So really? he he's always wanted to be like in WWE and have some sort of like mm-hmm. wrestling into it. So he said that he retired at the, the NFL at 29. Because he wanted to have some sort of chance at being at WWE.
0: Wow. And look, the dude's jacked. The dude's big. If he if he can work, I don't know how he's gonna handle Adam Cole, who is the best. Sorry, Kenny Omega. Uh, I mean, but Adam Cole should Ooh. carry it pretty well.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, all
0: right, so let's move on to SummerSlam real quick. Uh, WWE championship match tonight, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton better not win this match. <sighs> Better not win this match tonight. I don't think Drew Madigan, he can't lose until they have crowds again. Let's just put it that way. At least until WrestleMania time, anyway. Uh the Universal Championship. You got Braun Strowman adopting a new personality. Sort of. Uh, versus the fiend Bray Wyatt. Dave, real quick, I know Eric has really been paying attention too much, so I'll ask Dave. Do we see Sister Abigail tonight?
2: I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. I with uh, Alexa Bliss, I don't know if they're going to have her still, like maybe turn on The Fiend to still keep Braun with the championship. Turn or on gonna, yeah, turn Braun, on Braun.
0: Yeah, Braun. In case you missed it, Braun came out as, as he's like a new monster. Like he, after, after uh brought The Fiend beat him in the swamp, he's like a, a new nasty monster guy. He's the monster within. And he actually took pre- Alexa Bliss and pressed her over his head and dropped her. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, that's right, Bunker. Thank you very much. I forgot about that. The tagline for the Summer is "You will never see it coming," which is which is the tagline that the Mandarin used in Iron Man Three. So I don't know how good that's going to be, but yeah, you'll never see it coming. So I don't, that's that's. Let's see if know. that's true or not. I'm not a big fan let's of these taglines.
2: The greatest wrestling match ever.
0: Yeah, and, and and the horror show. The horror show nailed it though, because that pay per view sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so so they, they nailed that <laughs> one. <Here. laughs> uh well, the. All right, oh, now here we go. this is this, this is already where you're going to lose me? Oscar, oh god! Oscar, not only will be fighting Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship, she will also be fighting Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Because God forbid you give another woman a shot at one of these titles instead of the same goddamn three women. <laughs> and if Becky Lynch and Charlotte was still around, they'd probably be in that mix somehow too. Never mind the probably. fact that there's thirty other women who deserve a shot at these titles. So will
2: Oscar's going to win both of them? I, I hope not. I Please. Hope so. I hope so. I'm over Bailey with the freaking belt, dude. Okay, um, I, I'm over I'm that too. But I don't want Oscar to win two belts. I want Oscar to win all the belts. I want because apparently they're also gonna have a tag team match that day too. So I want Oscar to win all the belts. I hope she comes in with some partner. Oscar wins all three belts and she has three belts.
0: Oscar beats Sasha, loses to Bailey. Sasha turns the belt.
2: Oh yeah, I mean they're gonna turn on each other. That's for sure. Well, Sasha has, I think she hasn't successfully defended a champion, uh, the Raw championship, women's championship on a pay per view ever. Anytime she wins it, it's on a Monday night Raw.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
2: She's, ne- every time it was the thing with Charlotte, Charlotte would beat her at the pay per views, but Sasha would beat her at Raw. So, it doesn't oh,
0: look a- oh, here we go. Here we go, Eric. Here we go. Seth Rollins, the Monday night messiah, will be taking on. Little Dominic Mysterio. Well, he's not little. He's actually three feet taller than his father. In a a street fight. Oh. Which means we got kendo sticks and eyeballs coming out and all kinds of crazy, whack ass stuff in this match. Does? (laughs) And and I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this is. Ten years ago, you could probably predict this match. Does Rollins job to Dominic Mysterio?
2: I don't think he can. I don't think he can. Not yet.
0: are we looking at a schmazz? Are we looking at, at, a, at a run-in type thing, a disqualification, or are we well, looking at, a, at at a win.
1: They're gonna think? save him, they're gonna save him.
0: Mysterio, it's Dusty finish. Dusty yeah.
1: finish.
2: Mysterio and Murphy are both gonna be ringside for these matches. So I'm thinking uh maybe Mysterio caused Dominic the match, and then Dominic sort of is like, What the hell, dad? If they want to play he, that he goes heel. you think he goes heel? He he could why not join join Rollins? How that would long be one of those that convert. How long and, has Dominic been working, though? This is his first match. So he's not even I mean,
1: established
0: yet. I'm sure he's been training since he was five, but uh, yeah, this is, this is his first actual match. That's why it's a street fight, because they're not going to put pressure on him off the bat as far as doing gymnastic moves. and Well, he can't do what his father does. He's too big. He's too big and lanky. He's like he's like a big, dumb teenager. Like, you know when you're, you're 15, 16, 17, you're all freaking lanky and, and, and goofy? That's exactly what he looks like to me. Well, I guess we'll see tonight if he can actually do anything. Dumb. Dumb. So, Dumb. Um, I'm but I like, I like him turning heel. I like that idea. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Um, yeah, after they had a poisoning, a poisoning game uh, storyline, that was interesting. No, it wasn't. I'm just joking, I thought it was stupid, but we'll see what happens with that Tag Team Belts. The United States Championship, Apollo Crews versus MVP. <sighs> This is where we see what's his name turn and join the uh, what well, yeah, got the hurt business, right? What's his name? Who got left out of that match last week and hurt his feelings?
2: Uh, Cedric Alexander.
0: He's joining tonight, I guarantee. It. I guarantee he joins the hurt business, and that makes four in the hurt business. That makes four for the undisputed era when they decide to make their jump to Raw. That'll be the battle.
2: So, you think With- M- MVP is winning the championship?
0: I don't know about that, but I don't I see Cedric Alexander joining that 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 faction. I agree. You need four. And the match we just talked about, Sony DeVille now fighting Mandy Rose. Sony Deville is probably gonna lose so she can take some time off and recover from some psycho lunatic breaking into her house for four hours. Uh Matt Riddle versus King Corbin, which usually I'd be like sucky early match, but Matt Riddle is actually very, very good.
2: Matt Riddle.
0: Yeah, I like my riddle.
2: That's bro. really it.
0: That's really it for them, for both for yeah, both they, cards. They,
2: they haven't announced what the tag team that uh, Sasha and Baylor are going to be going up against yet. Is that tonight or is that tomorrow? It's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be on SummerSlam.
0: I mean, oh, I, I thought it was the following, like the Monday or something, or the Thursday or some yeah, shit. I,
2: I mean, I think uh, from what I remember, it was supposed to be for SummerSlam where they were going to be defending all the belts.
0: Oh God! So they're going to lose all of them probably.
2: I just don't want Oscar to have two titles. Fingers why? crossed. You got all these I'm, women. All these. You're women. absolutely right, but I'm sorry. Then why does Sasha and Bailey have them all? Then no, but Oscar's in that category too.
0: I don't you want her to have it
2: either. about
1: here. I mean, you know, this is about as. I mean, I'd have more fun visiting a peanut butter factory, than watching <laughs> this shit, dude. Who wouldn't? Peanut butter is phenomenal. It really is good protein too. <laughs> Uh yeah, I think it's going to about wrap it up. All right,
0: hope you all enjoyed our little preview show. Um, next week I don't know because we don't we never know when we're going on. Fun uh, of that's the fun of it though. Everybody, <laughs> we keep everybody on your toes,
1: especially Look. bunker. Uh, let me put that.
2: All right,
0: yeah, that's good. Uh so next week, who knows what we're going to talk about? We don't know. We'll talk about that through our little group chat. We'll figure something out. We still got to do the unutilized wrestlers of today. Like I said, because half of them are fighting tonight and it's going to drive me nuts watching them. (laughs) And the other half is home doing nothing when they should be fighting for the world title. Women included. Uh, You know, Liv Morgan got that big push and now she's back to being a tag team. Nothing.
2: Thank you. Oh, look, Uh, Ro just uh, informed me. How did this? Because backlash is next week. I think it's right. It's a week
0: after. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. But, Raul, you are 100% correct. Thank you very hey, much. Girl. The next hey, pay-per-view is a week, a week away already. Backlash oh. is already next week. Why they're doing that, I have no freaking idea.
2: They they have they really don't like building anything. They're just like pouring out pay-per-views with shit cards. This is so, awful.
0: So now, is, now, now, now can they turn on each other tonight? Or are they going to turn on each other next week? I don't know. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I can't figure that part out. Enjoy NXT, everybody, though. Put that on right now. Right Enjoy on. some damn good
2: freaking. Uh... Or watch some uh, free AEW Dynamite on I'm TNT. Talking. I'm
0: going to record that right now. And
2: uh, MJF is building us case towards John Moxley. Hashtag Do you think? Not, not my champion. Do you think? No, I mean, I don't really think it, but you never know. These guys, they could have probably moved Dynamite to any other day. I know that the NBA is taking up a lot of their time. Did it on purpose. But they put it on Saturday when they're going to be going up against NXT again. Yeah, like open NXT every week anyway. Oh,
0: and real quick, that uh Retribution Group, Eric, we were talking about who's a little bit like Antifa, like we said. They've doubled in their numbers. I don't see that lasting because even if you reveal who they are, you can't have a 20-man faction anymore. And there's mm-hmm. like a lot. of There's like 10 men, like six women running around. And one great picture was released. I did post it. And, I, and and Bert lost his mind when I posted it. it. Was one of the girls from Retribution? She was obviously African American. You can see her like, through this through the mask a little bit. Black hair with purple highlights at the end. Cody Rhodes's wife has purple ext- <laughs> at the end, and she kind of looked exactly like that. So I went, "Oh, did. could it be AEW invading? Did they make a <laughs> secret deal to boost both shows?" And Bert lost his mind. He's like, "No way." Never, never in a million years, but because God forbid oh, something
1: yeah. awesome like that would happen. Bert Bert dumped his Jello and his Doritos on that one. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say it right now: Cody, Co- Brandy Rhodes,
0: Cody's wife, is the best thing about Cody Rhodes, and I'll keep saying that until the uh, end of
2: time. Dude, you see how hot she No, she she's do- but he's doing great. So, Cody Rhodes is, a-
1: is he's he? not the American Dream. He's man. Doing gold good. dust. He's is not. The- he's gold the dust American nightmare. He's the American
2: nightmare. He's the American nightmare. Yeah, the
1: nightmare to try to get through one of his matches. I mean,
2: he sucks. Stop. No, he, he's at Joel he's at good matches with MJF. Okay, Justin let's Rose. be real. You're right. If we're gonna rank him, Cody Rhodes is gonna be third on that list. But he's st- it's like third. It's like saying like you're all time. Cody's doing a really good job. Get, he can work the mic. He's, he's doing a good job.
0: matches. He's, he's doing a good job with the, with the company. I'll give him that. Him and, and the cons and whoever else got a piece of that company is doing a very good job. I did not think I would be enjoying AEW as much as I do, but I really am enjoying it a lot more. Like I said, than Raw and SmackDown right now.
2: And he's right now being your worker because he's fighting basically every dynamite and he's going uh, for the every matches for the TNT Championship. Like today, he's gonna fight. Uh, he's fighting Brody Lee, which is a WWE guy, but he's still you know he's still putting the title on the line. He's going out there every night and giving you what he's got. And he said, I think I'm he just took saying. two weeks, two weeks of tax. two weeks where he, he took a bump on a bunch of uh, thumb thumbtacks, and I was like, damn, to do it two weeks in a row. I don't know if I would have done that. Brandy Rhodes is still hot.
1: When you still can't nice. work, you got You got to use gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he's as good as he thinks he is. I'm no. not saying he's. I
0: never said he was bad, but I don't think the, he's, and he's.
1: this is as the good most, he This is. is the most thought I'm giving this Cody Rhodes. So. I'm hypnotizing right. myself after this.
0: We, we, we could do another hour about that, so we're not going to. I want to go watch the pay-per-view. You all want to go watch the pay-per-view and, and, and AEW. All that. I don't even know if mine's programmed for AEW because it's on a different night. I got to check. Uh, all right, we're going to wrap it up. Dave, any, any parting words before we go?
2: No, guys. Enjoy your wrestling weekends and stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Be safe. Wash your hands. Mrs. Ant?
1: I just want to thank everybody. From the bottom of my heart, from Tim, from Dave. Thank you, my friends. We appreciate you. And bless us all, everyone.
0: And hopefully in the future, either shooting a shoot in the shit or a four quarters, Jack Benny versus Jackie Gleason. All but we know what all you youngsters want to see, which is Jack Benny versus Jackie Gleason. I can't oh, even say I can't even say it with a straight face.
1: Yeah, let's, that's hope all, let's hope they all smoke pot so they can at least laugh at it. You know?
0: But speaking of which, let me throw the plugs out real quick. Uh, I said we just did a four-quarter show the other night, which was awesome. I had a great time on that, Dave. Thank you for having me. We did like two and a half hours of nonsense. It was fantastic, though. Challenge uh, accepted, by the way. Challenge <laughs> accepted. Hey, you got to support the team. You got to support the team. This will take another hour. I'll, I'll keep plugging. Uh, we put in the book show about the Mets – And the Empire 161 show about the Yankees. We don't know what days we go on because the schedule is so screwed up, especially now the Mets got COVID. They canceled our whole Subway series this weekend. Look for us. I think the Yankees were going Thursday, I think. Not sure about the Mets yet. It all depends on how they fix the schedule. Uh, Jader and Kyle didn't go this week, right? They didn't go last night. I don't know if they're going on tonight. Uh, But look for them, too. They always have good guests. They talk about movies. And that's it. That's all the shows. So keep looking for those, keep watching us, keep sharing us out, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and remember, like I always say, if you don't like us, tough shit, we're the best thing going today, people. Peace Wait. out. I gotta play the music first, I'm not cutting it out so I hear Okay.